The View from Mount Olympus, a perspective on values-based self-leadership by Laurel Rond. Just imagine that you are Zeus, the ancient Greek king of the gods. You've got seven male gods, including yourself, and seven female goddesses, all living together on Mount Olympus high above humanity. But you're starting to feel cross. You're a philanderer, and the most powerful of the goddesses, Hestia, is trying to make you feel guilty. Well, you've had enough. Doesn't she realise that you're the boss and can do what you like? Indignant, you throw her off the mountain down into the human world below. Since she's your sister, you still allow her to continue to be worshipped, but only if she agrees to stay imprisoned in a house, hidden as the goddess of the hearth, domesticity and the family. Then, once she's safely tucked away in the human world, you play your trump card and bring Dionysus, the god of wine, debauchery and chaos, up to Mount Olympus to replace her. Let the parties begin. This story from ancient Greek mythology is an allegory of the human mind. It is the story of the conscious mind, Mount Olympus, and the unconscious mind, the human world. It is also the story of leadership and our journey through patriarchy. Zeus and his male gods symbolise individual action, while Hestia and her female goddesses represent united collaboration. We need both. But now that Zeus has shifted the balance and there are more gods than goddesses, we are doomed to become human doings rather than human beings. Zeus is one kind of leader, but there are two types of power, internal, yin, and external, yang. Internal power is the female archetypal power which resides inside us, from which we are born and into which we will eventually die while external power is the male archetypal power we find outside in the world in the extraordinary playground that we have been given to explore, experience and enjoy. A successful leader must have both yin and yang in equal measure. But now that Zeus has decreed that the external is more important than the internal and that yang has become more important than yin, the consequences to the human ego are dire. When the sacred values of Hestia are crushed and the chaos of Dionysus is welcomed inside a powerful leader, you beget a tyrant. First you control your brother, then your village, then your town, then your country, then the world. As step by step you build yourself into a god, and becomes Zeus himself, capable of mind-blowing arrogance, irrationality and mindless cruelty. For balanced leadership, we need to invite Hestia back up to Mount Olympus and send Dionysus packing. Fortunately, there are some rare but wonderful examples of men who have realised this. Buddha and Jesus of Nazareth both set out 
to discover how we might live with more humility and compassion. Mahatma Gandhi led a revolution against British tyranny with no other weapons than faith and peaceful perseverance. Nelson Mandela was no less extraordinary and chose forgiveness rather than revenge. They all understood that our internal thoughts reflect outwards into our external world rather than the other way round. When it was predicted that Zeus would have a child who would overthrow him, he turned his consort into a fly and swallowed her. What he didn't realise was that she was already pregnant with his heir. Soon he began to have the most horrific headaches, which were only ended when his skull was split in two with an axe and his heir was born. To Zeus's surprise, this was a goddess rather than a god. Athena, already clad in a complete suit of armour, was one of the most intelligent of all the Greek deities. As goddess of warfare and handicrafts, all commanders sought her practical, logical and clear advice about strategy in battle. Moreover, she had the ideal personality profile of a leader, a perfect blend of yin and yang. It has nevertheless taken nearly 4,000 years of patriarchy for the world to be ready for women to display such leadership qualities. Yevgenia Bosch was the first modern female leader of a national government between 1917 and 1918 in the People's Secretariat of Ukraine. And since then there have been over 70 nations who have been led by women. Golda Meir became Israel's first female Prime Minister in 1969. But because she dared to be decisive, strong and uncompromising when necessary, she was branded the Iron Lady. Margaret Thatcher was also tarred with the same brush when she became the first female Prime Minister of the UK in 1979. Fortunately, there has been a great move towards gender equality in recent years. And as we arrive in 2020, the world is finally beginning to accept that it is time to allow women to lead without sarcastic tarnish. Jacinda Ardern, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, bases her politics on values rather than external power and is admired rather than ridiculed the world over. The first political leader to embrace empathy, compassion and love as a way of life, she hasn't tried to become a man to do so. Indeed, she's had a baby whilst in office. Greta Thunberg began to protest about environmental destruction when she was only 15 years old. Since then, she has spoken at the United Nations Climate Change Conference and has had two consecutive nominations for the Nobel Peace Prize, as well as winning numerous awards. She is autistic and has selective mutism. Hardly, one would think, a recipe for inspiring leadership, 
and yet she is a veritable Athena, an environmental warrior who speaks both eloquently and efficiently and in a language that is not even her mother tongue. Indeed, good leadership is no longer about either gender or age. Dr Jane Goodall, now in her 80s, has done much for primates in the wild. David Attenborough, now in his 90s, has shown us the beauty of the planet we live on. Both have embraced persuasion and charm as modes of leadership, so that we follow them not because we are coerced, but because we want to. Yet although Hestia is definitely emerging from her prison, she has not yet reascended to Mount Olympus, and Zeus has remained at least partially deaf to her pleas. As a goddess of values, she knows that the external world is a reflection of what's going on inside us. She also knows that time is running out and that unless we redress the balance of yin and yang, we are headed for human, animal, plant and planetary annihilation. So, in an ingenious display of leadership, she has used nature to create an earthquake strong enough to shake Mount Olympus and Zeus himself. With a microscopic virus, which cannot even be seen by the naked eye, a perfect symbol for the internal world, she has brought the external world to a standstill with COVID-19. Air traffic has been almost completely grounded People have been ordered to stay in their homes and schools and shops have been closed in a complete lockdown. Hestia's leap of leadership has been absolutely decisive, uncompromising and clear in its intent. Every bit as yin as it is yang, as female as it is male, as internal as it is external, this leadership requires an engine of values to run it. And if it is to succeed, we all have to take up the baton. The time for one person to lead us has gone. It is now up to each one of us to find those internal qualities if we are to forge ahead with any chance of success. We need to learn self-discipline, motivation, and determination, honesty, compassion, and forgiveness, cooperation, collaboration, and tolerance. In short, raising Hestia means raising our consciousness. This will be no mean feat. In this new type of leadership, we will have to balance the external values of money and power with the internal values of love, community, health and education for all. We will have to turn leadership into facilitation so that everyone we come into contact with will be empowered to change. We will have to become compassionate rather than arrogant, inclusive rather than superior or inferior, 
inspiring rather than authoritative. This new type of conscious self-leadership will be one of the hardest things we will ever have to do, but it will enable each one of us to raise Hestia back up to her rightful place on Mount Olympus and eject the chaos of Dionysus, thereby restoring the balance of yin and yang. Once the external is powered by the internal and values underpin profit, we will at last be able to create a fairer, more just, equal and exciting future that will be in the interests of all. And then, when the view from Mount Olympus is clear and strong and full of balanced intent, then maybe, just maybe, we might even be able to save ourselves, the environment and life on Earth as well.